0: good evening yeah i don't i don't know how to start this i feel like i'm doing a completely new podcast which i I guess in some ways i am i don't know if i should really knock that as like a bad thing but welcome back to be okay 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 um this is a podcast where i talk about mental health this is a podcast where i talk about political stuff most of the time on accident honestly though i i think I think maybe we're going through a bit of a rebranding, you know, Um, I I talked about this on my last episode. I think that there is an intersection at, you know, the uh, mental health side of things and the political side of things. You know, I don't like to politicize mental health. That itself is not a political issue, but, you know, people make it a political issue. People like to intersect it. At a political issue and so you know a large part of this podcast is debunking that really and making it just a normal human thing everybody has mental health lots of people have mental illness i would argue that most if not everybody has a form of mental illness which i can certainly get into later but i am back i am going to try to upload at least bi-weekly um next week next friday i am shooting for another episode that should come out so thank you for tuning back in to my show if you're wondering where the hell were you where wasn't i (laughs) to be honest god I say I have been everywhere. I have truly, I have truly been everywhere. Oh my God. All right. So let me give you a bit of a, I guess, a backstory as to where I've been. So the last episode between then and now there's been a lot of stuff going on. I live in the Tampa Bay area. I will not say where, um, most people listening probably know, but I will not say where cause this is the internet and I say a lot of, uh, uh, things, On the internet so i live in the tampa bay area and there is a lot of stuff going on in florida in general but in the tampa bay area i mean we just had elections so this is i'm i'm this is going to be released on august 26th and by then the elections will come out i did record this right after election day um but you know let's let's talk about it i don't want to talk about specific candidates but i just want to talk about that whole thing in general that shit is stressful oh my god that shit is so stressful listen i work in voter registration and that's not even the most stressful part okay the most stressful part is like turning on your phone and just like seeing all kinds of of political stuff you know i work at in the political department so i take it on myself to be kind of i guess politically literate or media literate you know like up to date on the current news is what i should say Um, but like, God damn, it's so stressful. Listen, if anybody is stressed, which most people listening probably are, I am with you. But honestly, that's not even the worst part. I guess one of the worst parts of what I've been doing lately is just running into people who disagree, which I mean, no, that's not actually it. Um, disagree as in like, (laughs) um, I'm going to turn you away and like assault you and like wish you were dead and like make threats to you on the internet. Oh Lord, we are going there, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, back to what I was talking about. So yes, I have been gone for a while. A lot of my stuff is on my social media as I have kind of documented it, I guess, perhaps to a fault, but we'll see. So there have been just a lot of local issues that have been presenting itself uh, more and more each day. And you know, I've really been involved in stuff like locally. I went to a city council meeting and I called the police department useless. That's always a great way to kick off Things, you know, and I've been to several protests, I've been to several meetings, I've been working on top of all this, and this is a bit of a ramble, (laughs) but it's a lot, okay? It is a lot going on. And even when there's not a lot going on, there's a lot that I'm like doing (laughs) just in general, and like stuff that I have been doing for the last, you know, couple months, especially. Things have just gotten too bad for me to realistically ignore, I suppose. And I just felt the call, if you will, to get into action. I think that's a large part of why my podcast has not died, certainly, but has kind of slowed in its uploads because I just don't have time. And I get it. It's like, not a long time. I sit down for like an hour or two and I record and I edit. And it's like, I do all this myself, by the way. (laughs) But I mean, it's just weird to like, Talk about stuff sometimes. You know, I do it all the time in the work that I do. I talk to people who will be voting. I talk to people, you know, who live in the area. Like I'll go up to their house. That's how personal it gets sometimes. And I'll just talk to them about things. And it's like, I already talked to so many people. Do I really want to talk into a microphone right now to essentially myself? And the answer is no. And that's not to say I want to end this podcast, but I think I'll still try and upload regularly, but it's just a thing of comfort for me. Maybe now that, you know, primary elections are over, it's it's going to be a little easier, a little less stressful, but I also don't know about that. I don't really know about that because we're just getting into the general elections. And if you live in Florida in general, you know that the governor election is coming up on November 8th. Quick little plug, but it is a thing that is coming up. And I understand that that's very painful painful. I mean, why did I say painful? Painful is honestly an honest answer to that. Painful, stressful, shitty. Like, I get it. All those things are happening right now. And, you know, the last two episodes, I've always said, like, you can find happiness in knowing you're not the only person. But honestly, like, fuck that sometimes i don't know i it's just there's only so many times you can say that before you're like oh wait no that is not going to really uh get me out of the situation i'm in it just kind of makes it a softer blow it's like a bit of nails right if you're the only person if there's only one nail and you're laying on it yeah it's gonna hurt but if there's a bunch of other people say several million it's not gonna hurt it's gonna feel normal and that's kind of how i look at it now in in general there's just a lot of nails <laughs> ideally there wouldn't be any nails to lie on but that's what's going on right now and it's fucking stressful let me tell you it's just a lot i feel like i don't have a goal with this episode actually (laughs) i think it's more of a catch-up of where i've been and then also just shit in general is making me angry okay i just have to talk about it and i know i sound like a broken record like already not even 10 minutes in, i'm like there's so much going on there's so much going on it's so stressful it's fucking stressful i'm trying not to freak out at this podcast Not that it's going to stop me from recording it, but I mean, like, if if you've been seeing what's going on or if you've been in the space where we've been protesting and shit, it's just so much. I don't know if this is particularly safe for me to mention right now, but um, there is a certain organization we'll call it toilet paper usa and me and a couple other people we went to a counter protest against one of the events that they were having and people got hurt um and by hurt i mean like literally physically assaulted and it was quite a Dramatizing experience. And I don't like to say that word lightly, but like it was a dramatizing experience. I was one of the people, you know, keeping people safe. I had an orange vest on because I was a safety marshal and it still was like a bunch of people just coming through and like physically hurting people. And like to witness that is like just so, it's very, it's very painful. It's, it's not like, hyper emotional for me one because it happened like a while ago like a month or so ago and two because maybe that's just how i process things because of other things that have happened in my life but you know i still came home from that and i was like oh my fucking god like this shit is real and that's not even getting to the after party as i'd like to call it people being mean to me on the internet <laughs> uh yeah i wasn't about to look myself so i sent somebody this twitter thread and this twitter thread was a video of me speaking and it was posted by a very not nice person and uh so they i sent this to my my friends on discord and one of them looked through the comments and she was like oh yeah there's like anti-semitic slurs on here (laughs) like that's the we're, we're in that zone and i don't want this to be like a thing where it's like, you know, here's this story, here's this lesson you can learn about me being harassed. No, it's not like that. At the end of the day, it already happened. It's just violent people being violent. I think it's more frustrating than anything, at least to me. I know people handle things like that differently, but it's just frustrating. It sucks. And there might be people who are like, how do you keep doing this? People are always as shitty to you. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's honestly just because at the end of the day, I'm just not very bothered by it, which I know sounds like an invitation for certain very cool people to keep doing it, but I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's not numbness to it because it hasn't honestly happened to me a lot or as much as it has happened to other people. It's just this this weird feeling i guess not conceding but just just being done with it being over it you know and i understand not everybody is at that point where they're just ready to ignore it flat out but as long as i am might as well make some good out of it i guess i'm not really bothered by going to city council meetings and being like all of you suck because it's the truth like i'm not really bothered by it i'm which by the way, saying that in some capacity did kind of work um, because, you know, this happened in Tampa and the mayor of Tampa hadn't, you know, condemned the violence at all that happened until I said something. And then miraculously, two hours later, three hours later, the mayor was like, we will not stand for this. So by the way, that's just a quick little lesson that bullying works sometimes. And I do want to say bullying because like, I was not ready to be nice to anybody at the city council meetings. You know, mental health in general is just, as is the case in many spaces and areas of the country and the world are, you know, mental health is just overlooked. And when they were running articles about this shit, nobody was really talking about the mental toll that it had outside of the most basic stuff. Like it was a traumatizing event. No shit, no shit. It was a traumatizing event. What does that encapsulate though, is what I am interested in. And one of the biggest things that I can, maybe one of the biggest pieces of advice I can pass on is that being an organizer, being like an activist, I hate that term being used on me, but whatever. Being an activist is very tiring. It's not pretty, which was one of the main points I wanted to bring up on this episode activism is not pretty activism is very ugly (laughs) like it's very it can be very violent at times it can be very discouraging um but the main point is it's not pretty it's not glamorous because the issues that people are protesting are not pretty or glamorous so let's look at mental health for a minute You know, one of the biggest issues that a lot of school districts face, for example, is mental health. Why is there one counselor for 800 students? You know, if you're protesting that, are you trying to be pretty about it? You know, are you trying to be glamorous? Are you trying to get the clout on social media? Like what is happening? What is the motive? Because there's nothing glamorous about, you know, a student not being able to, get access to a counselor, and then something happens with their mental health and they get worse and now they're not here. There's nothing glamorous or pretty about counselors who are workers too, are overworked, you know, because they have to deal with all of this stuff happening. As school employees who are famously not paid that well, you know, there's nothing great about that. Or if we talk about not even just mental health, there's a lot of protests on housing going on right now. Like the mental health scenario, getting evicted is not freaking pretty. There's nothing pretty about watching somebody, you know, be forcefully evicted by police being taken out of their apartment complex, their home. And so why would people try and make the protests for it pretty why would they try to make it this glamorous thing i know i keep using those two adjectives a lot but i mean it's it's literally like not it's not that cut and dry it's not that simple and people who make it simple i mean clearly don't represent the cause it's just not the case And it gets worse when people like gatekeep shit, right when they say stuff like if you're not doing so and so you're part of the problem. Not everybody feels comfortable showing up to a protest, you know, so let's get that out of the way. Not everybody is comfortable with doing it. You don't have to gatekeep that shit. Not everybody's comfortable with showing up to like an education session. Not everybody is comfortable with showing up to a planning session. Not everybody's comfortable with posting about it. One of the biggest things that I try and do in the work is made to make things consensual and make things accessible to everybody not just people who are present. And unfortunately, you know, that's not very, that idea is not very present all the time. And it shows in a lot of different, you know, topics that, you know, people talk about. So that was a whole rant for no reason. But I mean, that's, that's really how I feel about things going on right now and how it's getting handled on a national scale. You know, people are just performative, really, (laughs) about stuff going on. And, you know, there is a group of people. There are groups of people who do intentionally do things without, you know, clout being the first priority. And there's also a group of people who, like I said, aren't comfortable doing the stuff publicly, but will still support from a distance. And it's like, we have to make room for everybody in that category also. Are people doing it right now? I don't know. I don't really know. And... That's just kind of one of the things I, I grapple with quite often in the organizing space is just like, is this accessible to everybody or is it just accessible to everybody with an Instagram handle? I'm not trying to be too like tongue in cheek about it, but I mean, you know, what are we what are we doing here? But yeah, that's just my feelings on that right now. Maybe I'll get into it in a later episode, but let's talk about how I'm doing. How are you doing? Actually, first off and first off and foremost, how are you beautiful, lovely listeners. Um, I'm doing great. I'm doing wonderful. I mean, my BF, if you will, is on vacation right now. So that's going on. Kind of sad about that. Is that weird? That might be weird. I don't fucking know. But, you know, aside from that, been pretty thriving, been pretty great. Um, I actually did kind of miss making this podcast, though, <laughs> to be honest. I really did miss it. You know, it sucks that I didn't really have the time to, you know, sit down for this long and talk about something and plan everything and write stuff up and just for it to be, you know, kind of thrown in the trash because I want to make a rant about something. So I'm going to try and be less ranty. I'm going to try and be more structured moving forward, because for the most part, I would just write down a topic and like three bullet points and I would just talk. If I sound congested right now, it's because I am. Uh, fuck allergies. I'm actually getting an allergy test pretty soon to see that I have 34 different allergies to things, which is great. I mean, that's what it was 10 years ago. So I doubt it's changed that much, but I mean, yeah, I've been doing pretty, pretty okay. 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 And you know, maybe if there is one thing I can be vulnerable about it's depression. So you know, there's been a lot going on just in terms of depression, to be honest. And, you know, when you're doing this kind of work, not to make myself sound like I'm, you know, better or more entitled than everybody else. But when you do this kind of work, especially what I do in this political department, you know, you get exposed to a lot of stuff and a lot of, I guess, realizations and realities. And a lot of those realities aren't great, (laughs) even if you already know that they exist it's still like, you know, for example, if you are aware that you have, you know, catastrophic student debt, it doesn't really make the debt go away. It doesn't make the realization that you have debt any less painful. Even over time, it doesn't make that thing any less painful. And, you know, student debt doesn't apply to me because I dropped out of college, essentially. But a lot of things that do apply to me are like income or being a non-white person who is now kind of being subjected to a lot of white dominated spaces and that's a that's another episode because i do not feel like getting into that right now but that's also a reality and just things that are just towering upon each other like that it's it gets depressing a lot of the time a lot of the time and feeling like You know, there's a very small amount of people I can talk to who would get it. And this is not, you know, meant to be like a ranting session or a venting session or anything like that, but it feels that way a lot of the time. It feels quite often like, you know, there's nobody there to listen. Or maybe just a handful of people to listen, which is better than nobody. But there's also just You know, a lot of people who are there to listen, who don't respond very nicely. For people who respond so nicely that you're like, is there another motive that you have under your belt? (laughs) On top of that, being neurodivergent is a very big part of my life, is, is being autistic. And, you know, that's something I've never really admitted before until I started getting into the organizing space. Probably because of some internalized shit. But, you know, that is a thing that I have and am, even though it doesn't seem like it. And I only say that because I've told some people and they're like, what you I would never have guessed. You don't even look like it. And I'm just like, dude, nobody looks like it. You know why? Because it doesn't have a look. I talked about this in my last episode about neuroqueering. Go watch, watch, go listen to that one. Anyways, you know. I can maybe, maybe this is not everybody's experience with autism, but especially mine. A lot of it is not even wanting to feel like accepted or happy or just less sad in general about things. A lot of what I feel is just this urge and this longing, I guess, to feel normal. You know, to feel normal. Like just a regular freaking person who happens to be doing X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, there's no monolith. There's no pedestal. I'm just a normal fucking person. And there have been a handful of people who have made me feel that way. Just a handful, though. Not like everybody I've ever talked to. There's always somebody who's like, I hate autistic people. And then there's always somebody who's like, I love them like too much. You know, either way, it's not a great, it's extremes on both sides. You're either a terrible person who should not reproduce or should die, or you're just the best person in the fucking world. Why? You're so inspirational. I don't want to be inspirational all the time. I don't want to be inspirational all the time. I just want to be a regular person. Anyways, I hope you get at this point what I'm trying to say. um, You know, just processing all this stuff with a disability and with anxiety and depression. I am happily open about both of those things. So, you know, if you are willing to talk about it. I am a good person to talk to hopefully, but that aside, you know, I just keep coming back to this point of like, just be happy that you're not the only one going through it. And I mean, that's basically what I've been saying in my last couple, you know, podcasts, and I'm just kind of ready to just divorce that idea. You know, I'm just ready to get rid of it altogether because it's like, it doesn't make the problem go away. It doesn't make you know, ableism or capitalism or mental illness, like any of that shit doesn't make that stigma go away. It just makes it slightly more bearable and slightly more palatable to people who don't have it and have to be exposed to it anyway. But I think one thing that has helped a lot and I, I did not expect this to help. Okay. But hear me out. is like writing down affirmations. I'm so, this sounds fucking basic. I'm so sorry. But like, I did not expect this to work out for me as much. You know, there was this one affirmation that I remembered from high school vaguely. um, And like, it kind of helped at the time. But especially now with everything going on, everything that I'm kind of sitting with and dealing with and living with right now, I'm just kind of just like, oh, this does help. (laughs) Literally, if I could give one piece of advice from today, it would be to write down some affirmations about yourself. Let me... I'll be right back. Let me find you one that I wrote earlier. Okay, I'm not going to read all of it because it is kind of a bit of a longer one. Um, but this first bit I wrote says, I am a complete person. I just dropped my phone on the desk because that's supposed to be like a mic drop and it didn't work like that. But anyways... You know, you're a complete person. I'm a complete person. And I don't mean that in just in terms of, like, relationships or anything like that. Because um, I know people get into that headspace of, like, this person completes me. I'm like, you were already a complete person from birth. Why do you need somebody else, anybody else, to complete you? You know, a bit of a relationship tangent is that people should just amplify, you know, parts of you that are already there. They should complement it. It shouldn't be fulfilling. It shouldn't be completion. Anyway, um, but I also mean complete person, as in, you know, there are gonna be people everywhere, every day, whatever, saying that there's something wrong with you, that there's something that needs to be fixed. Especially if you're in, you know, a very marginalized part of uh, community right now. Especially if you're queer or neurodivergent or anything like that, people are gonna tell you. Or maybe say stuff about you. Um, or people that are, look, love like you. That there, there's just something incomplete. There's something wrong. You know? And that's something I kind of would say to myself just to, you know, reinforce the relationship, but I guess. But even more so, just to say that, like, I am a fucking complete person. There's something wrong with me. Nothing needs to be, you know, fixed. Nothing needs to be completed i am already a 100 percent person from birth as is everybody else um i do actually want to read another line that i wrote because that really helps me especially recently is um, i wrote my negative emotions are never permanent so i forgot who said this at first but like no emotion is permanent you never feel sad your whole life you never feel happy your whole life you never feel grief your whole life and especially in times of like distress or sadness which is something i experience a bit (laughs) um you know it's kind of a interesting slash beautiful thing to think about you know in certain scenarios when you feel bad about something It might last for a long fucking time, but it doesn't last forever. You know, if you're feeling sad about something today, you might feel absolutely happy tomorrow. And then that sadness comes back the next day. But one thing I've noticed is it's always less painful every time. Right. Even if it's just by like 0.1%, it's always less painful over time. And that's something, you know, going back to my first two episodes, you know, when I was dealing with a lot of uh, emotions about, you know, a relationship. I didn't even realize it at the time, but a lot of these emotions I had, they got not necessarily better, but they got less painful with every passing day. And looking back on it now, I hate being too open about, you know, relationship stuff because it's a very private thing for me. But one thing that I can not say confidently is like as generic as it might sound, it literally gets better. And I mean that in like every context, right? Even if it's just, even if it's not a relationship, it can be something like losing somebody or being sad about like a job you didn't get or feeling lonely in general after something you know tragic has happened or something inconveniencing even and one thing that's been really helpful for me to keep in mind is something like that That whatever negative emotion i'm feeling sadness loneliness etc is never gonna last forever (laughs) same with the happy emotions or the positive ones and It's been helpful for me to look towards different signs, I guess. And, you know, saying that out loud really helps me get through some dark times. So maybe apply that to your life is what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not a great advice giver unless somebody asks for it, which I think is a great rule of thumb anyways. But that's the biggest thing I could pass on in terms of affirmations. And one thing I never want to have happen is for people to feel alone and saying that to myself saying something like i am never alone or loneliness is never permanent is helpful to me and so hopefully this helps you out as well anyway it is time for me to end this episode i'm about at half an hour which i'm fine with i'm fine with it um hopefully next week I will have a more coherent podcast, I suppose. Hopefully I'll be talking to more people. I say that every episode. I am so sorry. You'd think by now I'd have a guest, but I just, here we go with the not getting around to stuff. I think I've just been kind of lazy, really. Hopefully this gives me some structure to work towards and gives you some content to listen to. Um, But from here on out, you know, the basic structure is going to look a lot like You know, we talk about a certain topic, how it affects us in the world we're living in now, and, you know, what we can do to, you know, really take care of ourselves in that kind of uh, space. Um, Hopefully, next week we're going to be talking a lot about you know, certain things that affect local people in terms of housing. There's a massive housing crisis happening right now and I would like to bring on people who are exposed to or, you know, well-versed in those types of things and can maybe bring on some of their knowledge. You know, I also wanna talk about just self-care in general, you know, how it doesn't have to be triggered by this horrible, horrible thing. It can just be a part of your life. So that's gonna be very important, you know, a very important topic to talk about as well. But in the meantime, um, I bid everybody a good week. Hopefully you got some kind of knowledge out of this. But if not, at least you got to hear me vent. So uh, thank you so much for that. Anyways, I'm going to go out now and figure out what to do with my life. From all one of us at the BOKOKOK okay, okay, okay podcast, I bid you good night. Gonna make us feel fucking.